All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show alternative pop recording artist Khan. What is up? How you doing, man? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good, man. It's good to be here. Nice, man. Well, we're glad to have you on the show. Um, all right, so before we get into your your new record and your singles, tell the tell the, uh, the listeners out there a little bit about you. Like 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 how long ago was it you got into making music? How did it start? Like why and when? Yeah, man. Um, so I originally was in theater uh, in a theater program in high school at a school called Booker T. Washington for, for the Performing and Visual Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's in downtown Dallas. It's a pretty cool school. If you haven't heard of it, check it out. Um, but I started there in theater, and I just developed friendships with everyone that was in sort of the music area of the school, and I just kind of developed a love for that process of making music and at first he started out in the school studio with simple focus right two i twos and small sure um microphones nothing nothing fancy it was really really you know makeshift um and then after high school i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do i went to new york for acting for mm. six months and it just didn't really work out so came back home and I was able to build a home studio before I left for New York and when I got back home I was in my studio and I just I just realized how much I loved the process and how much I really needed music in my life in order to be happy so previous to going to the Booker T Washington which I actually have heard of out of Dallas um, so did you did you have a, a, an aspiration to be an actor was theater and acting was as a younger child coming up, you want to be an actor first. Is that, is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, sort of, sort of in an aimless I- idea of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it w- it wasn't like I wasn't a kid and I was like I want to be an actor, but it was definitely what I was, you know, participating in most. It's what I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, we, in middle school, I was doing all the musicals and. My eighth grade year before going to Booker T was my first time getting a lead role in one of those shows, and I had a great time. Um, and that's also sort of where my vocals developed as well. Very yeah, nice. Now, was there a defining moment where you said, you know what, I think I want to go down the music lane here instead of the, the theater acting thing? You know, it was probably when I came back from New York. I just... I was just sitting in my studio working on music, and at that point in time, it was still sort of just a hobby. Um, and I had a decent setup. Um, I got an Apollo Twin. Um, I still had a blue microphone, not like what I have now. Um, but I just, I really fell in love with it, and I just, I realized then I couldn't live without it, that hmm. it was something that I really needed to do. I love it. Okay, so. You dropped this record called Focus. Um, two things. What can the fans expect when they listen to the whole thing? And can you tell us about the title? Like, What, what was the, the uh, backstory in the title? Yeah, man. Um, so Focus in and of itself is something that I've struggled with my entire life. You know, um, I, I'll start projects and haven't been able to finish them before and luckily music hasn't been one of those I've been able to finish my projects and that's another reason why I was drawn towards music is because it's something I could finish Uh, but 
Yeah, the album's really about kind of the emotions of life and going up and down. It's sort of what my life was in the year of 2021, 2020, sort of around COVID mm. era. Um, and, you know, ups and downs in relationship and my own mental health and substance abuse. Um, mm. So the, the album itself is kind of scattered in terms of the what's being said throughout it and what the overall message is. Um, in terms of overall message, I would say it's sort of just kind of a timeline. And in terms of listening to it all together, it's, it, it is cohesive, um, but there are, each song is very identifiable by its own traits and mm. sort of genre style. Um, I'll, I'll pick and choose certain things from genres that I want to incorporate in my music, which make them, which makes my songs sound like they're from different genres. So, um, that is something to be taken into account when you listen to the whole project. Isn't it amazing how m music is is? Uh, well, first of all, it's it's universal. Like every culture on the earth, every society, culture, religion. It doesn't matter. It could be somebody from Africa or Europe, Asia, Australia. I mean, anywhere. And music's like always been around. So isn't it amazing how music is medicine? It's like a therapy. Oh, absolutely. And that's. That, I mean, for me, making the music is my medicine. And yeah. There's definitely artists that I listen to that are medicine for me, like Kid Cudi. And um, he's always been someone that I can listen to and quite honestly just cry which i don't usually do but music can do that to somebody yeah 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 absolutely so you know i interviewed a guy oh, probably going back four or five years now and god forgive me i forgot his name but i talked to like literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of artists so it's tough to remember everybody you know what i mean but this yeah. guy was a bass guitar player he was a bass player and he's also a songwriter and he was telling me about like suicidal thoughts he was about to do it man he was like he had the time down. He decided he's going to do it. He was sitting in his room one day. And he looked over. And he saw his bass guitar laying in his in his leaning it up in his closet, and uh, he was just walked over there and picked it up and started playing it. And he said, in the process of him going to get the, that bass and sitting back down and playing it, it changed his mind. He just decided, you know what? I, I think I want to keep forging forward. So, like for him, music literally saved his life. Like literally. literally. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm convinced that if I didn't have music, I'd probably be down the same path so yeah it's just amazing how powerful music is man and i close I'm, I'm, I'm very glad you chose music brother for real absolutely yeah all right so let's get into some good stuff here let's talk about this song and i listened to the song called morning um yeah first of all you know what i loved about that song which is a lot by the way but you know what really grabbed me right away what was that was the whistle intro yeah that was my producer he oh man he got giddy when he came up with that. Yeah, props to him. Good, it really sets the whole mood. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It was, and it was, he, he, he's a really talented guy. His name is Lee Miles. Uh -huh. um, you can look him up. He's he's pretty popular. He's worked with some name artists. Uh, he worked with Jeremy Renner on his latest album. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so um, he, he's he's known in the industry, but he's not like in the popular culture of the right. industry. Yeah, but there's a lot of producers and, and that, that hardly anybody know on the outside, like the mainstream, like the regular Joes across the country, 
But like right. the really in in two musicians all know who like the real like monsters are in a good way, monster. Right. You know what I mean? Sorry, right, yeah. so so the intro's awesome. Now tell me about the song because it's really honestly it, it for me it was a feel good song. I, I mean it just made me feel like I was you know, the hell with bills, the hell with this, the hell with stress, I'm good. You know? Yeah, so um you know, there's there's the song kind of came to be because me and my producer were talking and we were talking about how coming back from World War II, there were a lot of songs about um, how women were sleeping with other men. And uh-huh. now these guys are making songs about how they don't want their women to leave them. They'll do anything to stick around. And, you know, I, I was talking to him and he didn't really have the word for what that was, but the modern day word is a simp. And mm-hmm. I sort of wanted to, try and find out a song that kind of emulated what the real modern day simp is like but in more of a more respectful way sort of in the perspective of the man going through it you know huh so it's sort of like that there's there's things that tie in with my relationship with my girlfriend um but so that was one message and then after the song kind of came all together there was also the message that you know treat your women right or there is that one guy that's just waiting because he's so in love with your girlfriend you know yeah yeah that, i think so, that's the part that encapsulated me the most yeah and that that's really that's really where the main message gets across that's mm-hmm. what really punches hard and yeah so but yeah that's how the song came to be it was just talking about Old, older music and how we could emulate it in a modern day style. You know, it's really ironic because that that uh, that song. Um, I'm a Navy guy. I served in the Navy a long time ago. Um, oh, my buddy served in the Navy. Oh, very cool. I served yeah. in 1984 to 1988. It shows my age. Okay. Uh, but a lot of times when we would come back off deployment, some some of my sailors, some of my shipmates would find out their wives were out there cheating on them while they while we were underway, you know, while we were deployed. Yeah. Um, so it's a common thing in the military. I mean, yeah. So. And so when war is about, that's a common thing across the world. So. Yep. True, man. Now, was there a video for the song? Not yet. We're working on it. Um, nice. I got some really cool ideas. Uh, if you kind of want to get an idea of the direction I'm going, there's a YouTube video called The Sweetest, uh, yeah, Sweetest Thing. Yep. Um, so I'm kind of going with that sort of energy with the video. Okay. I'll definitely look at that. Now, the other song, I didn't get to hear it, but it's, but it's the self-titled track, Focus. Uh, yeah. Tell me about that song. What's the backstory there? Yeah, you know, I was just trying my hand at R&B on that song, and it, Fortunately, just worked out. Um, nice. It's my favorite song on the whole album, for sure. Um, and it's just, it, it builds nicely. It it shows my lyricism really well. It shows my vocals nicely. Um, I just think we did a really good job in making something that, you know, is not my culture, but making it my own and not making it a bite. I wasn't trying to bite anybody. I wasn't trying to bite a culture, but I did want to try and make an R&B feeling song. Interesting. Now, now, is diversity important to you in music? Do you like to try to get in, you know, in and out of your comfort zone with, and try different things? 
absolutely. I mean, I think I was, it's more of a just kind of a natural thing for me. It's hard for me to stick in one lane. Mm -hmm. I like just reaching out and seeing things. Um, and especially with music, it's really because I grew up listening to everything. Um, so, you know, certain genres give me a feel instead of just a certain, you know, way a song is written mm -hmm. or certain chords. Like, there are certain levels and certain sonics and different genres that will make you feel certain ways no doubt about that <laughs> which you know i want i want to make use of all of that yeah that's 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 so true i mean because i like i'm like you man i have i like everything man i mean i don't like every song per se but like there's not right. uh, there's even like there's even some opera that i like which is crazy i, I didn't think i'd ever say that when i was younger but there's oh, like, you know, I, I listen to classical in the car because it keeps me calm. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Classical music is a, is a mood stabilizer. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. But I like like rock. If I if I'm like pissed off or if I wanted this vent, I'll put in some ACDC, some '80s rock, some hair metal. Um, yeah, and, and, and something that'll make me almost speed. I'll probably get pulled over in my car, pulled yeah. over speeding. Country music. I'm not a huge country fan, but there's some country songs where I'm feeling kind of somber, or if I'm feeling like I'll, I want to reflect on life or assess, you know, I'll put in some country. Uh, hip hop. I, I love hip hop too, by the way. Not everything, but I like a lot of hip hop music as well. Yeah, hip hop is, you know, it's it's a weird industry right now because it's it's kind of all over the place in terms of sound, um, mm -hmm. but I think it's really cool what's going on with hip hop. Yeah, I like some of the throwback hip hop, some of the older Tupac and Dr. Dre, oh, yeah. Eminem. Yeah. That's that's the that's the the era I like. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, what about a video for Focus? Is that something in the works too, or are you just waiting on the? Yeah, that's also in the works. That's gonna be a little more cinematic. So, um, we're trying to get some investors in, into that, and mm -hmm. it's gets get something really really big going for that video. Well, honestly, you, you just said the key word, investors, because this stuff isn't cheap. Uh, oh, absolutely. Studio time is expensive. Making videos is expensive. It's nice to try to get somebody some, some financial backing. Um, so I wish you the best with that, because you, you, you certainly had the talent for it, though. I'll tell you that right now. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I, I, if I do, I, my, my friends tell me I do. I've had strangers, and, you know, so yep. I'm doing something right. No, no doubt, and, 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 and you know, I, I, like I told you earlier, I, I interview a lot of people, and just to be completely transparent and frank, some of the stuff I get sent is kind of crap, honestly. Yeah, not, not more of it's, I would say more of it's better, more of it's good, uh, like your stuff was great, but sometimes I'll get something that's just kind of like, oh man, in my head, I would never ever insult an artist though. Um, but right. in my head, I'd be like, man, maybe they need to pursue a different, a different, because uh, I don't think I don't think they're going to have what it takes. But right. somebody like you, right away, within you know, within seconds of listening, I was like, yep, this 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 guy here, he's got some talent for sure, and I can tell he worked hard on it. Right. Yeah. So. And yeah, I mean, the the time put into the project is immense. Yes. Yeah, and I can tell. You guys definitely didn't just rush through it and make, just kind of slap, slap something together. So, right. good stuff. All right, so a couple more things. Let's talk about um, what are some goals? What, do you, what are some goals you have? We just flipped the new year. Um, it's pretty yeah. early in 23. What do you want to get done like a year from now, like over the next year? Uh, over the next year, 
definitely want to see the streams go up for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to set up a tour. Um, we I haven't really done any live shows yet. Um, we're I'm we're talking to a couple promoters on getting some stuff locally in Dallas. Yes. Uh, but I'd like to, you know, have enough following to where I could set up a tour per se. Yeah. Um, and then probably some merchandising as well. I've got a few designs for clothes that uh, I want to get done. That's another thing. I went to when when I went to Booker T. I went for costume design as well. So okay, that's good. I got a little, little, got a little bit of everything on there. Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, and just really solidifying the brand. Yeah, it's important that um, if you want to tour and get some get some backing, um, yeah, it's important that you build your ground game. Like if you can start playing some local clubs in Dallas, and and build and build to where you're you're selling places out, or at least not packing at least, at least like packing it out. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows you're coming. You can get to that level, then the big signed artists that come through Dallas, they're going to be they're going to be looking for a, an opener, right? And that's your that's your first step. You know what I mean? Is to try to get hooked up to somebody you can open. And a lot of times, they say, "Hey, you want to you want to go on the road with us?" Um, so that's just one piece of advice. Also, what about college radio stations? Have you researched that? I haven't. That's a that's a good idea, actually. Do that, and and um, some colleges have radio stations, and it's a lot easier to get spins in the college radio stations than it is mainstream. Uh, right. But but the business plan there, and this is coming from the band called Three Doors Down, which is a very popular rock band. Yep. I had their singer Brad Arnold on my show a few years back, and that's one of the things they did. They're from Mississippi, so they they hit up a lot of the colleges. Like like Southern Miss and Mississippi State and some of the colleges in Louisiana, just in this geographical area, and yeah. got some of the radio stations to start playing their song Kryptonite, and that was their first big big hit. Yeah, I remember that. And then the mainstream radio stations were like, "Well, who, who the fuck are these this Three Doors Down band that the colleges are blowing up?" And that's how it happened for them. So, yeah, I mean, that's how Lil Nas X was like that too. Uh -huh. uh, my brother was at Texas Tech whenever they had the big. March Madness thing and Lil Nas X made that song. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it called? Old Town Road. Um, and Texas Tech really blew it up. They made memes and everything with like the team dunking on people. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, that was. And he, I mean, he blew up overnight. Overnight. You just got to yeah. hit it right, man. So definitely research that radio station to see if you can get them to start spinning some of your stuff. Because college students, as you know, love music, and they'll start talking. Who is this oh, dude? Sure. You know? So do that, man. That's a good piece of advice, too, for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, all right, so we talked about we talked about goals. We talked about live performing. You already said that you haven't really done much of that yet, so that's the next thing. Who are some of your yeah. musical influences? Who, who's inspired you coming up? Uh, you know, I've kind of got things all over. Definitely you 2 My parents put me on to you 2 Oh, really? That's more my lane. That's great. Great band. Yeah. Yeah, you 2 is really a big inspiration. Um, and then, you know, my the first song I ever wrote was actually a folk song and that was when I was listening to Mumford and Sons a lot uh -huh. and I was in middle school um, so they've got a lot of inspiration nice um, a lot of Bob Marley oh wow awesome yeah 
though I mean I've, I've been told there's a lot of reggae rhythm in my music which I didn't really put two and two together until someone brought it up to me but I can definitely hear it and see it so you ought to try that man next record see if you can incorporate a little reggae stuff yeah 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 you know all right, man. Hey, um, so th at this part of the interview, I always like to ask the guests if there's anything that I didn't get to that you wanted to talk about, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. I'll let you tell me where I can follow you. Um, no, nah, man, you pretty much touched on everything. I, I appreciate Beautiful. the interview. You asked real good questions, too. Great, man. Well, I appreciate you joining us. Um, tell everybody out there where they can get your music and wh where they can follow you, if you have a website, anything like that. Yeah, my um, music's out on all platforms. Um, just look up Con. There's there's a couple Cons, so I might not be the first one to pop up, but it's a little blonde white kid. That's <laughs> I love it. Uh, and I'm the only little blonde white kid in the profile picture, so there you'll you know. Go. Yeah. Um, and then my Instagram is at the official Con. Um, that's the best place to get at me or follow me see my see what's going on um so yeah that's pretty much it i don't really use much of the other social medias i'm working on getting a twitter soon there you go that's smart and when you get to twitter follow like producers like pharrell williams just producers you know like all, all the producers that are successful and then one last piece of advice before i let you go Follow as many producers, you can do the same thing on Instagram, but follow as many producers, like successful ones, um, and even like medium successful ones, and don't flood them, don't like, like harass them or nothing, but ever so often, like when you, when you tweet out a new song, tag one of those guys on it, tag a yeah. few, you know, because they may be looking for something that they haven't been able to find, all of a sudden you, you put something out. That really catches them you know what i mean like oh that's the sound i want and um and you never know what connection you can make through that kind of a networking right yeah yeah for sure hey i really enjoyed talking to you man you have any closing thoughts before we wrap it up no man i really appreciate the time yeah man my pleasure anytime you want to come back on the show you got some some new stuff to talk about just let us know all right absolutely yeah i'll hit you up okay con have a good one man appreciate it you too man take appreciate care time. yep thank you Bye.